0: Hi there, and welcome to the Natural Resources Wales podcast mini series on flood risk management. My name's Kerry and Gingell, and I work here at Natural Resources Wales. In this series, you'll hear from the different teams who work together to reduce the risk of flooding to communities in Wales. This will give you a really good overview of what flood risk is, what we're doing to manage it in Wales, and what impact the climate emergency is having on flood risk in Wales, both now and in the future. Hello and welcome to episode 10, the final episode of the Natural Resources Wales Flood Risk Management mini-series. Today I'm joined by Richard Kelland who works as the lead for skills and development in flood risk management for Natural Resources Wales. So welcome Rich, thanks so much for joining us. To start off could you tell us a little bit about you, your background, education and career to date?
1: Hi Kerry, thanks for inviting me along today. yeah, my background, oh, I got into Fliberus Management. Um, I think it's fair to say I've always had a bit of a passion for for geography. I really enjoyed uh, doing that in school. I was, never seemed to be too far away from an atlas when I was growing up and having a look at the maps and that sort of thing yeah, and where certain places were in the world. So, uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed Travel shows like Michael Palin and that sort of thing. <laughs>
0: showing sort of, your age
1: there. <laughs> absolutely showing sure my age. So yeah, love that sort of thing. So yeah, sort of taking geography in, in school seemed to be a natural progression. So uh, I studied geography at day level with a couple of subjects, with a couple of other subjects. Um, A-levels didn't exactly go to plan didn't mm. sort of get Neither uh, did
0: mine. You
1: know, <laughs> it, it happens sometimes so the uh, the results didn't exactly go to plan to get the the points that I needed to go to my sort of chosen universities but um, so yeah I had to go through clearing like a, a lot of people sort of going through the, the Sunday time supplement and, and seeing mm. who would t- t- take us on really and uh, yeah I got a place at uh, West London Institute uh, to study geography there so it's a uh, I well, we sort of I was uh, under the flight path watching the planes uh, go <laughs> going into into Heathrow and yeah. uh, and studying geography there, but uh, it worked out really well. Yeah, it was a great place, great course. Made some some great friends, and um, yeah, yeah, really enjoyed. So I guess the moral of the story for perhaps some of the listeners uh, who are listening to it today, if things don't exactly work out. Um, in terms of the sort of the points you get for A-levels that don't panic that uh, sort of things work out uh, more often than not in the end, really.
0: they do.
1: So, yeah, um, career-wise, yeah, in between my sort of second and third years in in university, I I was looking for uh, a summer job, and uh, I was going through the the Western male uh, job adverts, and uh, I, I saw an advert for... Uh, a temporary job as a, as a data input uh, at uh, at the NRA, as it was uh, back in the day, which is a, a predecessor of NRW, the National Rivers Authority. Mm. So I applied for it at an interview, and I, I started the following week. So it was, um, yes, it started, it was a lot of, as the, the, the name suggested, a lot of data input <laughs> into a very big computer, as it was back then, um, putting in um, an abstraction license where returns, um, okay. people uh, work and live alongside rivers, have abstraction licenses, and as part of the license conditions, they have to send in returns every year. And it, it was my job at the time to, to plug that information uh, in, in, into the computer. So, but it wasn't always getting uh, sort of uh, sat down at the computer. I was also uh, sort of allowed out to, to go with some of the other members of the water resources team going around um, uh, some of the gauging stations and maintaining, maintaining those, which really important job uh, in, in flood risk management be- because these are the gauging stations which supply our sort of hydrometric data that we can uh, use to, to issue out flood warnings. So it was really interesting, a few months, really enjoyed it. Then I had to go back to sort of London and, and finish off my degree, but um, I was I was really keen to, to sort of get back into it afterwards and um, picked up the phone to my old boss to see if there was anything going at the time. And uh yeah, managed to get a, a temporary contract there again. And um, yeah, sort of, it's uh, all moved on from there. Really, I've been working there for, 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 with N R Dewey and his predecessors for nearly 30 years now and, and, and sort of really enjoyed it. Started in flood risk management uh, in 1996. Um, and I've had various roles uh, since then. Uh, been an asset inspector, we sort of got in the field and, and checking, making sure our, our asset stock, like our flood banks, are, out of the scratch um, yeah. at the operational ends, uh, so sort of developing maintenance programs. Um, another big part of my work all, th- all the way through my career is around incident response, which um, perhaps you've picked up uh, to, through through other podcasts. Yeah, uh, we've,
0: I think lots of our um, guests on the other episodes are all kind of part and parcel of the incident rotors. rotors as well, yeah, so
1: we've so, heard a little bit about it, yeah. So I, I, I know different, I've had of sort of various uh, sort of uh, roles on, uh, on the incident response rotors and currently I'm... Uh, a flood incident duty officer, where I act as the link between uh, our forecasters who monitor the river levels and our operational guys on, on on the ground. So, uh, typically, sort of closing gates uh, when we have to. So that's a really important part of uh, of, of my sort of career to date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a, a really interesting, and varied career, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been it's, it's been re- really good uh, career and. Uh, been had had a lot of support along the way, a lot of great sort of mentoring and, and, and coaching from uh, m- more senior colleagues. I was allowed to go in and study part time to pick up uh, pick up an HNC inside the civil engineering up at uh, Forest and um, so yeah, i been been supported all the way there, and which is what we're trying to do here as well, really. Yeah, so
0: absolutely. In my
1: life outside of. Uh, of, of work I also do a, a bit of sort of coaching and, and mentoring outside as well I'm a qualified uh, cricket coach and a, and a rugby coach so um, and am doing a sort of coaching inside of work and uh, and outside of work. Living which, and uh,
0: breathing uh, it. <laughs> is
1: that, which, which, are, which are really
0: job. Yeah no it's a, a really interesting and, and as you say varied career path um, leading to kind of where you are now as as you know heading up the uh, skills and development for flood risk management so what is that role what does it cover? What does it
1: entail? Well, it's a relatively new role. Uh, it's, it was only created in uh, 2020 in the, in the sort of uh, middle of the, of the COVID emergency, if you like. So it's, it's been sort of quite strange uh, for, from that point of view. Um, but it was put in place basically because we've got some really sort of big challenges, not only now, but, but coming up in the future, particularly around uh, climate change and, and the climate emergency. Yeah. Uh, highest sea levels that we're going to, to have to deal with. Um, so it's uh, it's a case of making sure we've we've got the right people with the right skills mm. at the right time sort of so going forward so that that 's at the heart of uh, the the actual job itself um, in terms of more detail on what we do um, we develop technical training programs for for our staff so they they get the technical training and the skills that they need to to do their jobs and that ranges from uh, perhaps uh, paying for people to go on uh, sort of day release courses, doing, doing HNCs and civil engineering and, and, and postgrad uh, uh, sort of courses to build on, uh, on their sort of experience and the qualifications that they already have. Mm-hmm. But also on sort of perhaps more uh, sort of basic sort of formal you know, training courses, which run, run over a couple of days as well. Yeah, um, But also look at things like uh, technical development framework. So we, we get a bit of sort of consistency and, and, and structure in people's training. So I, I, everyone sort of has the same sort of uh, uh, training to do a, a particular task. Um, big part of our work at the moment is is our development placements as well and developing the the, the, the next group of um, flood risk management practitioners yeah That's, that's really important to yeah. us it's relatively new that we're getting into this but it's to date we've we've had some really good people joining us from university on on, on placements and we we are looking to, to to keep those guys, and we start developing that sort of pipeline there. You know, could could coming through, so we we get that uh, pipeline of, of, of talent over the sort of coming years. I also do a bit on professional development as well through uh, an organization called CIWM, which is the Chartered Institution of Water and Environmental Management, which uh, which is, a is, uh, <laughs> is re- reduced under CIWM. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm the lead on the professional development scheme here. So those who are interested in uh, joining the organisation and, and having professional qualifications, we uh, give advice to those people to to help them all, uh, along the way, and uh, hopefully uh, ending up with uh, sort of chartered members of uh, the organisation, which is which is sort of seen seen as the gold standard. So that's. Uh, that's another really rewarding part of my uh, job as well.
0: Yeah, and lots of good stuff going on there, lots of opportunities for the next generation of flood risk management practitioners as well. So I guess really with the climate and nature emergencies, there is a pressing need to continue to develop passionate people into these roles as well. What challenges do you think there might be in the future or are there already challenges that we're facing?
1: Um, I, th- I think there are already uh, challenges for us at, at, at the moment uh, I, I think the two main ones for us at the moment are, are around clim- climate change um, within wales over the last sort of 12 months we've we've seen the, you know the highest temperature ever recorded yeah uh, in wales during the, the the summer last year and 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 the drought quickly followed six six months later by some of the highest r- river flows that, that, that we've seen and and, and the storms that uh, Okay, uh, that sort of come with it, but
0: um, yeah, it
1: went one extreme to the other, didn't it? One extreme to the uh, other, you're absolutely right. So, it's uh, we can't exactly say that was done to climate change that particular, those particular events, but I I, th- I think they're going to be indicative of uh, of, of uh, what, what's to come, really. So, yeah. again, it's hugely important that we, we have the right numbers of people with, with, with the right skills to deal with that. But the other area that uh, we we have to deal with in the here and now is is around recruitment and that's been increasingly challenging for us, you know, getting uh, the the right people to to, to come and join us as uh, floodgates management practitioners. Um, I I don't think we're any sort of different to to many organisations at the moment who who are struggling to uh, to, to, to find people. And, uh, you know, whether it's in sort of the aviation industry or or dentists or or, or the NHS, there's, there's... uh, lots of um lots of organizations who are struggling to to, yeah. to find the, to, the right people so I, i'd say those are the, the two the two biggest sort of challenges that we've uh, we've got at the moment so it's going to be incre- increasingly important that we sort of uh should try and enthuse people at their, an early point in their careers to think about flood risk management as a, as a future career hence hence why I, I think these podcasts are a really good idea and to, and to gener, start generating that pipeline of talent is so that people, you know, come to, towards the end of their career and, and think about retirement we have, our, you know, people coming in at, at the other end of, of the pipeline to... Uh, develop uh, develop their careers so it's uh, yeah making those links with schools and universities is going to be really important not only in, per- in person but also th- through through the podcast as well so and also uh, potentially sort of influencing course content as well so yeah. if if you're doing sort of engineering subjects or or geography that uh, you know flooding is going to be, you know is and will increasingly be an important part of. Uh, I think, of people's curriculum sort of uh, as, as as they sort of take it forward through their studies, if you like. So if we can inf- influence that course content in schools and universities, then uh, we're we certainly going to be looking to do that as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I think a lot of people, you know, young people, especially perhaps, they're very passionate and they know about the environment, the climate emergency, the nature emergency, but perhaps don't know what opportunities there are to work in an industry that perhaps can address some of those challenges. So hopefully these sorts of Episodes will will help to spark that Absolutely. interest.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, for anyone who is interested and they're listening today and they're thinking, "Wow, this is really interesting and a worthwhile career for me," how do they get started? What sorts of education or experience helps to set them apart?
1: Well, the people who work in FRN can uh, come from a whole range of backgrounds. Really, we we have lots of sort of people from an engineering background. Uh, scientists, um, obviously, a lot of geographers, so similar to my background, ecologists. So there's a whole wide range of uh, of, of backgrounds where uh, that that people come and join us from. Um, how do they get started? Yeah, the, the listening to the podcasts and uh, you know picking up on the on the various different things that that, that we uh, that we do is 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 really important and is going to be sort of uh, really useful, but. Also, these placement opportunities uh, are really important as well. We we have an annual intake of uh, of higher education uh, placements that we've been running over the last couple of years, which uh, have, have taken off really well, getting a lot of a uh, lot of interest and a lot of ap- applications for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so if uh, if you're looking to sort of get qualified at THNC level and above and, and going on to d- a degree course, then sort of those are the particular areas that we're looking for at the moment. Um. So yeah, we we looking to get people in and and sort of run it as a, what we'd call like a like a doctor's rotation if you like <laughs> it. Once you go into a hospital, and and a doctor would go into diff, different departments and uh, get an experience in different areas. That's the sort of uh, thing that we are looking to develop through through the placement. So you'd spend a few months in a, a particular part of FRM work. So. It helps um, you understand the, the wider business, if you like, and how it's all linked together. Yeah. And also um, get an idea of, of what you enjoy
0: yeah.
1: doing as well and uh, what you might want to do in the future. So, um, yeah, we, we look into sort of a, a pr- approach it from that point of view. But we're also looking to sort of um, look to expand the sort of placement opportunities that, that, that we're offering as well so you know look, looking at uh, perhaps short-term uh, work experience uh, times with us for a for a week it's sort of when you're doing each sort of GCSEs, yeah uh, and also perhaps longer term apprenticeships as well because um Perhaps university isn't for everyone, but I think yeah. there's, uh, there's 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 a, there's a place for 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 everyone within the team as well, and for, to have a role within the service management team.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we've got a few different routes there into flood risk management and i suppose even you know wider than that into natural resources wales so how do people find out about these opportunities to join the team um whether that's kind of work experience or a placement or as you say joining as an apprentice or even as a permanent member of staff
1: well yeah as, as i mentioned we we look into a, expand our sort of placement uh, opportunities in, into areas like apprenticeships and, and work experience but yeah, I can't say the the the, the most up to date on social media, but yeah, <laughs> so, all over social media channels yeah. in in w, So um, so yeah, particularly sort of a fa- Facebook and, and Alexa. That's a, you know we've been running campaigns with that over the last few months to to let people know around what opportunities um that 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 we've got so yeah keep 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 an eye uh, on that we we also have a a dedicated placements page on the nrw website that people can 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 find by sort of yeah if you put that into into the search uh, engine on the nrw website You'll find work placement opportunities that we have. then not only within FRM but uh, the, the wider business as, as well. So that's uh, that's a really good starting point. But also, like uh, a lot of other uh, other companies as well, yeah, have have a look at the the, the jobs board on uh, yeah. on yeah on, on the on the company website as as well and uh, you know, see what opportunities there that uh, you, you might like to go for uh, now and in the future really
0: brilliant and I think we'll probably put links to all of these uh, web pages as well yeah. in, in the show notes so that people can access it from the podcast directly as well um, so lots of ways there for people to keep in touch and, and to keep up to date Um and a lot of interesting information, I think. It's nice to hear a little bit, sort of something a bit different in the flood risk management world. The rest of the episodes have all been quite technical in nature. This one's been a bit, yeah, sort of it's more quite broad. Yeah. I suppose it tells everything. It yeah. does. I think before we finish off, um, it'd be really good if I could ask you one more question and ask what's your favourite thing about the work you do in FRM and what do you find most rewarding?
1: Oh, wow. That is a tough question. Um, I, I I guess uh, yeah. Although we're a, a relatively big part of the of of uh, of the business, really, we're around sort of what three hundred fifty, four hundred people. There, it still feels like it's it's a pretty sort of uh, close knit community. Yeah. If 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 you like, and particularly around sort of. Um, where when we have uh, flood flood events and 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 we perhaps really under and, under the cosh uh, that that's when those sort of uh, that that close knittedness like comes together and um, yeah you you sort of value um, sort of your colleagues and, and, and that teamwork element of it really comes through so it is it is quite a sort of a a, a close knit department. Yeah. Um, it's also the the difference that we make around uh, for for the people of Wales and and, and the environment and the, and the economy and, and making a real dif- difference there that, that get a sort of a lot of reward from that. Um, But, yeah, generally around sort of placements and and, and developing people either through CYWEM or or, or through the placement opportunities and and, and providing sort of mentoring it sort of on a personal level. I I really get a a big kick out of that, really. And, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy it, enjoy doing work and and outside. So uh, I feel quite lucky from that point of view that I, I, I sort of as if. As a career, I, I do something that I really enjoy as well. So, yeah, um, so which yeah.
0: makes it less of a job and more like you know something that's nice to come and do. Uh,
1: absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's uh, I think what they say if uh, if you're doing something that you love and get paid for it, it's uh, not not so much of a job then, is it? Yeah, so, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rich, for giving up your time to talk to me today. It's been really interesting to hear all about the work you do to help to ensure that not only today's flood risk management staff have opportunities to continue to grow and develop their careers, but also the work that goes into developing perhaps future generations of flood risk management practitioners as well.
1: No problem.
0: I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any comments or questions, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram or by the email address that you can find in the show notes. You'll also find links to our flood risk management pages, where you can view some of the things we've talked about here today. Thanks for listening.